Hey, I'm Clayton. And I'm Sean. And we're men who like men who like movies. We're two queer men who love movies and we like talking about movies. Actually, we love to talk about movies, too. We really do. (laughs) And after years of being urged, we finally started a podcast. So today, I think we have something a little special for everybody. Bonus episode. (laughs) Yeah, bonus episode. This is the first time it's just been you and me for a while. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about not necessarily the best of the year, but our favorites of the year. Um, We're going to go from our number 10 to number one spot of TV shows, horror movies, and just films in general. And at the end, give you a little taste of what we're most excited for. So, uh, Sean, in your number 10 slot, what was your number 10 TV show? Uh, so for my number 10 TV show was Pretty Little Liars, Original Sid. Which oh, that was was fun. way better than I thought it would be. <laughs> it was way better than it had any right to be. Um, for my number 10 slot, I had Chucky Season 2, which was wonderful and gave us a hot priest daddy Devin Sawa ripping his um priestly habit. <laughs> the habits wait, with the no, meds, wait, right? That's <laughs> yes. <laughs> um anyway, his It does have a name. It does. I can't think of it, but ripping that off and so Crossing. that was wonderful. Cossack. Yes. I think I anyway. Think. Catholics don't the kill us. all right so coming in at number eight for you eight we're skipping nine oh my god it is late it is very late people (laughs) um number nine for you number (laughs) nine i have a wednesday season one oh i loved wednesday that dance but what is a goo goo muck like really what is it? Uh, I've been... I tried looking it up and it said something about food. I don't know if that's a real thing. I've been struggling ever since that song was reintroduced into my life. I mean, um... it might be just a word that's made up, like Babadook <laughs> or, or like Rolling Returns or something. I don't know. Uh, Trickle down economics. Those are things that aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> what was real was Jenna Ortega's fantastic performance. Um... Yes. <laughs> My number nine was the miniseries on Hulu, Pam and Tommy. I thought it was quite good. Great performances. Still can't believe that was Lily James. I know. It was shocking. So good. Um, I think it did a lot of needed justice to their story. Um. Yeah, what was your number eight this time? <laughs> <laughs> My number eight was Guillermo. Was it Guillermo del Toro's The Cabinet of Curiosities? Yes, I believe yes. that is the okay, full yeah, title. Uh, but The Cabinet of Curiosities by Guillermo del Toro, the anthology set on uh, Netflix. That was really good. I enjoyed it, but not enough for it to make my list. I don't watch as much TV as you. <laughs> You do, just not the same and not current. <laughs> God, that's very true. <laughs> um, coming in at number eight for me was season two of Bridgerton. Those smoldering eyes. Ooh, I need to buy a string smoldering of pearls just to, just to clutch for rewatching that season. You guys know that watch Bridgerton, the moment I mean. Ooh. Uh, what came in for your number seven? 
For number seven, I have Harley Quinn season three. Oh, I need to catch up on that. I only saw the first oh, couple episodes. I just love Bespoke, Vivian Westwood. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. Vivian Westwood, BT dubs. Uh, <laughs> uh, my number seven was Interview with a Vampire season one from AMC. Who? that was the adaptation of interview with a vampire i have been waiting for and oh my god was it sexy that queer representation on screen was wonderful y'all are making me hot (laughs) seriously (laughs) i refuse to ever watch it with anyone else because um reasons um number curiously (laughs) basically (laughs) um What was your number six? Uh, my number six is Minx season one. And unfortunately, as of now, only season, which oh. was really good. I know. It made me so sad when it got canceled. I did love Minx. I know. It did not make I my really list, but I did really love it. I just saw a lot of really good TV this year. I yeah, know. I was going to say, TV's always been... Uh, you love TV. You do event TV more I than do. I do. I do. And I, which I need to get better at, but like, I'm tired and I want something that I don't have to pay attention to. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. It's fair. As I sit there and play the Sims. <laughs> uh, my number six was another HBO show that has also sadly been canceled, but season two of Made for Love. Oh, I actually have that as well. And that was my number five. Oh, perfect. Perfect segue. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. um, Love. Oh, man. I'm sad that Made for Love is gone. Uh, I know. I was so excited to see where it went. Billy Magnuson was so good in it. Kristen Milioti. Love her. I will say, even if you haven't seen it, and even though it is canceled, you should watch it if you get it a chance because i feel i feel like it's one of those shows that in all this hbo warner brothers transitioning i feel like they might have taken it off of hbo max which criminal um but i do think it's being moved somewhere for free maybe like Tubi or something i don't know it will be available to watch if you get the chance it's amazing so good uh that was your number five my mm-hmm. number five was peacemaker season one so much fun so much fun i also have peacemaker but mine is higher up on the list peacemaker is actually my number two i had a lot of fun with peacemaker Ooh, what was your number four my number four was the midnight club also from netflix and as of right now only season one and that's it yep just season one but he did go ahead and say what would have happened in a future season to wrap things up so that was very nice of him. i know but it wasn't enough i want to see those actually happen i know but you know but at least it did have an ending also if you are afraid of watching made for love now that it's canceled it does have an ending yes like, it does it does the end. it has but it has teasing things for you know a possible next season that will never live but you know uh, my number four was Yellow Jackets season one, which I know technically started in 2021, but it went into 2022, so it counts. And I also I had Yellow so Jackets. So excited for season two. Yeah, Yellow Jackets was like kind of the event of the year. For yeah, us. yeah, Yellow Jackets was my number one. 
Mm. And it was amazing. I cannot wait for season two. And I know that's coming soon. Yes. That was my number Very soon. Uh, What was your number three? My number three was Abbott Elementary, which I know you haven't watched yet. I haven't. I've heard it is so so good. I just don't watch a lot of comedy. Like... (laughs) <laughs> there like it has Cheryl Lee Ralph playing with an iPad and she accidentally takes a picture of herself. She's like, Who just took this picture of me? <laughs> like, that is fabulous. If that doesn't get you into it, <laughs> I don't know what will. <laughs> um my top three. Oh, this was so hard to choose between these in rank. My number three was season three of Servant. Which has been consistently excellent. Honestly, all three of my top three, any of them could have been in any order. When does the new season of Servant come out? um, In like two weeks. So I have Um, two weeks to watch it. Got it. (laughs) Yes. uh, The final season will be starting, I think it's like January 15th, January 13th. um, Somewhere in there. Middle of January. Uh, Very exciting. Cannot wait. Ugh. And my number two, which you already told us yours, um, was season one of Severance. Apple TV really is killing it. Um, they spend so much money on it, they better. <laughs> oh, but no, it's like, it's good. Like No, I know. I'm really just saying, good. they spend so much money on it, they better be doing good stuff. <laughs> Severance is such a mindfuck. I cannot wait until, that's another one I'm like, I cannot wait for that next season. I can't. Ugh. And um, my number one shocking no one who knows me (laughs) was the white lotus season two i mean jennifer coolidge actually i'm not even going to say anything because you know spoilers and i would hate to spoil any of that experience but jennifer coolidge is a gem and aubrey plaza is amazing um yeah but that was my favorite these gays are trying to kill me oh my god i said no spoilers (laughs) what like that's a spoiler (laughs) true it was and it was all over the internet (laughs) these gays are trying to murder me (laughs) um (laughs) uh jennifer coolidge national treasure so here's where it's really going to get interesting um our top horror films of the year 2022 was i can't even think of another year in my lifetime that was so great for horror this was a banner year for horror there was a lot of good stuff and narrowing this down to 10 was like chopping up my own children if i you know had children probably not a good comparison because you know people love their children i guess um but it was <laughs> you apparently you don't love the movies that much <laughs> oh i probably love them more but yeah picking my favorite 10 was very very hard but i did it and sean did his as well so what was your number 10 horror film of the year my number 10 horror film of the year it actually kind of snuck up on me um i was sitting here doing my list um and i it popped into my head and the more i thought about it the more it was it felt like number 10 um and it was actually the hellraiser reboot slash the new hellraiser movie i figured that i am not surprised that made your list i didn't love it as much as everybody else but i'm also not a huge hellraiser fan 
I appreciated a lot of the craft that went into it, but I didn't love it. I liked it a lot, and the more I thought about it, the more I was I was happy with a the directions it went, and then b um like that it said something new. So and Jamie Clayton's performance was so good. Oh, so Um, good. My number ten of the year for me was the foreign film speak no evil that movie from everything you've told me about oh my god that movie (laughs) fucks it fucked me up i it is bleak yeah i've i've yeah from what you described i don't know if i could watch that one (laughs) yeah it's a you know i love my little tough tough foreign horror watches that just do things american films would never dare to do uh but yes speak no evil it's great awful (laughs) but great what was your number nine uh so my number nine was actually a foreign film as well um and i actually have you won't be alone which is oh that was so beautiful so good um it's a little slow if you're ever watching it it's very much a more surreal uh like it almost it's is like a t- it's almost like surreal. a tone poem or something it's yeah like it, it it is very much you are you're feeling this movie as opposed to watching it in some ways i still um, just the end of that that was on my list for a long time I've, i ended up cutting it out of my top 10 but that was like in my films of the year horror films of the year like it was in my contenders yeah because it was, it, it was powerful and just the what and yet and yet (laughs) it was so good yeah it was really beautiful how about you what's your number nine my number nine was (laughs) the amazing in my opinion the menu i had so much fun with that anya taylor joy ray fines the satire i mean it's one of those you can kind of quibble with like is it horror but I think it counts enough, and I had a fantastic time with it. And if you hey, enjoy I satire you, so and uh, horror class is critiques, <laughs> it's uh, I had a lot of fun with it. So the menu is my number nine. What came in for number eight for you? For number eight, I actually had Scream. I'm surprised that's so low for you. You're such a huge Scream fan. I fanatic. know. I'm a huge Scream But I'm, again, I'm, this year was such a good year for horror. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be, like, Scream was so good. And like, there are elements of it that I still think were a little little wonky, but I, it feels like they're just getting off to a good start. You know what Dear I mean? listeners, outside for like slashers, Scream is Sean's franchise. Yeah. I'm and honestly, so I'm for, surprised I have a, For well. Scream to be that low, like, that just tells you how great of a year for horror this right. was. <laughs> well, and also, so, I, it has been a long time since I've watched it, so maybe it's just not as fresh on my mind, but it was de- it was always going to be top 10. Like, I'm sure if I rewatch it, I think it's going to go higher up on this list, but these are just the ones that, like, popped into my brain for now. So, yep, I'm putting Scream at 8, um which still surprises me a little but it'll probably shoot up hey it's in your top 10 which <laughs> ranking 10 films that were horror <laughs> this year was, right woo. uh my number eight was a smile 
I greatly enjoyed it. Didn't love everything it had to say, but I had quite a good time. I've really enjoyed watching it with people. I loved the theatrical experience. Can I do something real quick? (laughs) I have Smile too, but I had my Smile as six. Can I? I'm gonna switch. I know this isn't gonna help anyone, and nobody's gonna really care. But I'm switching Mm. mine. (laughs) Smile is number. Smile is number eight, and Scream is number six. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I'll allow it. (laughs) Way to stick to your guns. (laughs) So uh, you know, I have a hard time doing this. (laughs) So uh, what was your number seven? So my number seven was Barbarian. Mm. I thought it was Uh, really. I thought it was a lot of fun, and you know how much I love Justin Long. You do not like uh, Justin Long. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, but it's it was very much a. I thought it was fun and like Barbarian was really fun. It's a damn fun movie. It's actually uh, my number six. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, my number seven was Bones and All. Uh, oh, I know you've talked all about that. So oh I'm my god, I can't stop thinking about it. it. <laughs> so good, so good. Um, and you already told us your um. Well, my number six is Scream. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number six is Barbarian. So damn fun. Also had a blast. I've watched this with so many people, and it's just a blast every single time. I love watching all the little twists and turns unfold and people's reactions. It's fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, What is your number five? Uh, My number five might be slightly controversial. I've seen a lot of people talk about how it is not a horror movie, but it absolutely is. I have Nope. Nope is totally a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, Hosmer gets blood rained down on it. Like, it's absolutely a horror. Like that movie was scary. Like I find that scarier than any of the rest of these. But like, I didn't. I'm find also it scary, terrified of extraterrestrials as much things. as everyone. Yeah, I was like, alien stories always scare you more than me. So <laughs> I was like, this is really wonderfully crafted. But I just didn't. It didn't. It could have just been the day I went and saw it. I don't know. Yeah. I will watch it again to see if I. Changed my opinion. I thought it was very well done, but I didn't love it. I've watched it four times now since it's come to streaming. And, like, every time I see it, it layers itself. So the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, I I like this. It's pretty good. And then I watched it again because it it kept sticking in my craw. And then, like, I watched it again. And I've watched it again. And I was like, yeah, no, I really like this movie. I really love it. I like what it's trying to say um kiki palmer and brandon Perret are great performances like everyone in it is good you know it's just one of those everything in it is just technically me. great and the performances i just i don't know it didn't emotionally resonate with me and it to, didn't again, and to, it, like i went and well, saw it i think i think i saw it in imax when it came out but um yeah i just well, haven't it felt also the need doesn't... to watch it a second time i I probably will like it more on a second viewing. It's one of those type of movies. But, um... No, I get you. And it's one of those... It's it's not as... I don't know. It it felt like, in a lot of ways, Get Out and Us were a little bit more crowd-pleasing. Like, in small ways. Like... Especially Get Out. You know, by the end of it, you're you're rooting for... um, For Daniel Kaluuya to make it out. 
and like in us you're like you're rooting for lupita which one (laughs) (laughs) well technically you're supposed to go for i mean the the nice one is actually the bad one but we do go for the one that actually had the children i guess i don't know that's a hard one and don't make me decide that (laughs) (laughs) well while you're not deciding that my number five was pearl which i was shocked when i finished Pearl's with this list number that, five yes really? pearl came in at number five on the horror scale for me i also have pearl but it is uh my number three Ooh. of this year yeah what is your number four my number four is terrifier two which mm. i thought was so much fun and i didn't even see it until a couple weeks ago for it so for it to pop that high up on the list tells you how good it was <laughs> I loved that. I had such a fun experience in the theater with that. It was fantastic. Did not make my list, but it was, oh, loved it. (laughs) Loved, loved, loved it. Um, My number four was Watcher with Micah Monroe. Oh, I've, you've talked about it so much. I do want to see it. I just haven't had a, I haven't had a chance. It is excellent 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 that good mm-hmm. all right i will definitely look it up so what's your next one so we figured out my number three was pearl but my number two is actually pearl's uh prequel slash sequel x um i had i love pearl i think pearl is fantastic um, it just doesn't have as many elements of horror for me as X does. And you know me, I'm a sucker for a Texas Chainsaw reference. <laughs> so uh, X was, we all know how much I love X, uh, but it came in at my number three. That was yeah. my, that was where X ended up. Yeah, that's what I would have thought you would have put it. I knew you were going to put Pearl in. Well, you put Pearl at five and you put X at three. Wow. Yeah. That's still yeah I, th- I would have thought. Before I made that list, I would have thought those would have been my one and two, or I could have cheated and done, like, X slash Pearl, but they're just very different experiences. Um, So I've just got my number one and two left. Were there any of yours that we missed? No. We we had a couple of mine double up, remember? Mm, I only have... All we have left is my number one. All right. So my number two horror is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's my number one. <laughs> it's just so special. Rachel Sinat is national treasure. Amazing. Uh, honestly, the whole thing is just very, it is so very, much fun. Very good. So much fun. And just the whole her podcast monologue is so funny. <laughs> and also, <laughs> it came to... out right when we were starting the podcast. So it was just a perfect, perfect storm of. <laughs> Like when she goes into the podcast, when they kept talking about the podcast, I was sitting there and just giggling because I was like, (laughs) and I have watched this multiple times. And so the longer we've done the podcast, every time I get to that speech, it just gets funnier how accurate it is. (laughs) And the fact that she's covered in blood at the same time, it's just so funny. Bodies, 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 amazing. Highly recommend Um, my number one horror film of the year. And again, this is a favorites list, not necessarily best of list. Um, if I was going to pick like the best horror film of this year, I probably would have put Pearl or Watcher or something. But 
my number one horror film, which also is the film just in general that I had the most fun with the entire year. Mm-hmm. And I watched close to 400 films this year was uh, I... Orphan First Kill. <laughs> that does not surprise me considering how much you loved it. <laughs> it is so much fun. I cannot emphasize how much fun it is. Um <laughs> I know I need to watch it, but it's been so long since I've seen Orphan that I wanted to do a double feature and uh, I'm tired. I'm busy. (laughs) Oh, Anna, it usually only takes one hit. Um, (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) fantastic. Um, There's been a lot of good horror. There are so many things that we wanted to put on these lists that just, you know, you've got to narrow it down to 10. You've got to narrow it down to 10 or we would be here all day um and now for the big ones our top 10 films of the year and again favorites not necessarily best um although i would argue on some of these that they were in fact the best (laughs) um what is your number 10 for this sean okay so for my number 10 i am going to go with scream yes i I listen, I know there's going to be films that are better made and probably better, but for me, I love Scream. Um the rest of these just gave me like I said, I had so much fun with Scream, but the rest of these just gave me kind of they're a little bit more uh gave me a little bit more pop. So uh, my number 10 was Err. Um <laughs> hey, I cannot think of the called- actual it's three capital r's it does stand for like um something revenge something i don't don't remember (laughs) it was something something dark side something something yeah i don't know that i've ever experienced a film like this it was so much fun it was so fucking cool i'm just really glad it exists um yeah it's on Netflix. Watch it. I am kicking myself for not seeing it on the big screen. Whew. If you need to just watch something super cool that you've got three hours to kill, highly recommend it. Look it up. Three R's. <laughs> um, so what's your number nine? So for my number nine, I have Top Gun Maverick. Which surprised the crap out of me being on this list. (laughs) (laughs) I always knew that was going to be on my list. Mine is higher up. I will tell you when I get there. I know. Uh, Well, I knew yours was going to be really high up there. So, But I don't like the first one very much. I find it aggressively masculine. and (laughs) The first one's so gay! (laughs) Yeah, but it's not like fun gay. It's like the volleyball montage is fun, but the rest of it is just like... (sighs) I don't know. It just feels it. It feels like every excess the '80s offered in one movie, and which is so funny because you love the '80s. I love so the much. '80s, <laughs> but but I like like cheesy horror movies and like remakes. Like that's what I've got. Like I'm not gonna put on Miami Vice. Like ugh. fair. Like like I'm more of like '80s horror movies and like you know stuff like that. Maybe a comedy or two. <laughs> but yeah, the, um, but this one was really good. It was it had a really great emotional center. Um, I'm, I'm glad they. I was really happy they allowed Tom Cruise to finally like age, a little bit, a tiny bit. Um, 
and, and be short. They just, let him be short. <laughs> right. They but they had be to short. because that was he was short in the first one. And but I did appreciate that. I will have more to say about it when I get to it. Um my number nine was a recent watch for me, but I found it incredibly moving and deeply funny. The Banshees of Inisharan. Fantastic. Mm. Devastating. Um great performances lovely just lovely i've heard it's really good yeah um i love how mine mine is gonna be like repeats of movies we've already talked about and yours is like <laughs> actually movies like actually <laughs> other ones and i'm just like i don't, I don't get out very often uh, it's or okay. Yeah, I'm. I it's one of my New Year's. It's my New Year's resolution actually is to go out to the movies at least once a week and to watch more event television. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan. Yeah. Uh, so, what was your number eight? So my number eight was Nope. Mm. Well, we already I, know what you think about that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I really enjoyed it. It's I have seen Nope on a lot of top ten lists, spectacle. so that is fair. Uh, yeah, my really number good. eight was a little indie movie, Dinner in America, with Kyle Gallner, and it is oh. so funny, so moving, so punk rock. I loved it. I loved it deeply. I'm so glad I bought it, even though it was on Hulu. I was just like, this looks like something I would want to own, and how odd. <laughs> one of the best purchases I've ever made. I, I love it. It's so weird. It's so weird and funny. You will fall in love. You'll just be smiling by the end of it. I guarantee it. Uh, what was your number seven? Uh, so my number seven was, and I just realized this wasn't on my horror one, and it should have been. Um, Prey. The Predator prequel? Predator The Predator movies released yeah. on Hulu. <laughs> um, and it really should have been on my horror list. I wasn't, I don't know why I didn't have it. Maybe because I was thinking of it more as action than horror, but um, yeah, I really love that movie. I thought it was really well done. It was, but it was very like, like it, it, it did. It said a lot without having to say it. Um, I didn't understand the backlash of the hunting thing because like, she was clearly the badass, like, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I, I I really, really enjoyed that as well. It was in my short list, long list, whatever. Um, did not make either of my top tens, but I did think it was very good, very good. I would also recommend that. Uh, my number seven was Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Uh, <laughs> I also have Glass Onion, but I will not tell you where it's at yet. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is so much fun. Um, just an absolute delight. I want 500 more of these. Um, yeah. To say anything more, I don't want to take away from anyone's experience, but just go watch it. I'm so glad they're making movies like this. Uh, what was your number six? So this is going to sound strange, but my number six, I actually, I have multiple from my horror films. But some of my horror films, how high they were, are not as high on here. Uh, the one my overlaps are also very different. So my number six on films was Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Nice, nice. I get that. I'm surprised that did not end up on my top films of the year. Again, it's just been a great year for movies, great year yeah. for horror. Like it's just this it's is hard a, to do. 
this was a this was a little rough and even i haven't seen that much <laughs> yeah um my number six <laughs> also is off of my horror list uh is the only one off of my oh nope there's two um pearl <laughs> was my number six so i do have pearl as well but i have pearl as number four it's just any movie that has a nine minute monologue a nine minute so... monologue oh Mia that Goth. is just so riveting that performance yeah I, that... just all of it i could not have that on my best of the year i mean it's just oh oh yeah i was gonna say for, i i like i said i gave bodies 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 higher on my horror films because I, it was my favorite experience but mm. out of favorite films pearl was higher for me right um what about your number five so my number five was actually pearl's sequel x so I actually ranked Pearl higher on films than X for me because I think Pearl, like like you said, the nine minute monologue. I think the performances, like I think Mia Goth is a tour de force, and it just it said a lot for me. Um, I love X a lot as well. Like I said, I'm it's one that's really grown on me. I know you loved it from the outgo, but I was about to say, man, I never thought at the end of the year that X would be on it because you were so kind of like lukewarm for such a long time about it. <laughs> yeah. I it took a long time, but the more I think about it and I've watched it a couple times since since in the last couple months and it's really once once Pearl was in my brain for for all of it, like it really amps up x for me a little bit yeah more. it kind of recontextualizes <laughs> it and makes it um, yeah because i just get a loved lot of... everything x said to say. we have an episode about it but um yeah just yeah. everything i had to say about aging and sex and uh yeah. great and i but for me pearl just was pearl kind of edged it out a little bit with that nine minute monologue <laughs> yeah as if I, it was one of those things that i think we talked about it offline like a while back like months ago i was like i think i enjoy x more but Pearl is a better film, which probably yeah. is why Pearl ended up on my best film of the year, not um, X. Uh, so that was your number five, right? That was my number four and five, because oh, okay, you, yeah. you mentioned Pearl. My number five was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Oh, I heard it's very sad. <laughs> my God. The amount of tears I cried. I just How many tears expect. did you cry? A lot. I cried so much. <laughs> it was so beautiful and so moving, and I did not expect I would get that out of a Pinocchio story. I basically was just watching because I was like, "Oh, I heard this is really good, and the stop motion looks really cool, and I love stop motion." And instead, I got a really, really, really moving experience, and I'm really glad I did. And I am so upset that again, this is one of those that barely played in theaters, and I didn't get to see it on a big screen because that must have been wonderful. Um, my number four was Top Gun Maverick because, again, just it's Top I'm Gun actually kind of surprised that wasn't as high. I thought yeah. it was going to be a little bit higher. I thought it was top three for mm -mm. you. Uh, 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 barely, uh, barely edged out of there. But Top Gun Maverick, just the it's what my dad would have done. Gets me every time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so where are we at on your list? Uh, so we're at number three for me. Okay, perfect. So we're back in sync. So what's your mm -hmm. number three? So my number three is actually Glass Onion, which was your number nine, I believe. Uh, it was my number seven. Seven. 
Was it really that low? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really loved Glass Onion. Um, I thought it was hilarious. I love Knives Out. I love the character of Benoit Blanc, um, Ryan Johnson's direction, and Janelle Monet and Kate Hudson, which is surprising because I'm not the biggest Kate Hudson fan. Like she's they fabulous in Glass yeah. Onion, though. Fabulous, yeah, fabulous, fabulous. She was. <laughs> what is <so> reality? <laughs> what is reality? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Dump> his ass. <laughs> yeah, shit it was heads. just a really good shit. Um, my number three was Tar. Um, yes, oof. I've heard that's good. Wood. Uh, it's so good. Um, Kate Blanchett wow i really i just i can't no notes no notes do we ever have any for her look <laughs> blanchette no. is one of the greatest no. actresses ever <laughs> like, what is there to say to her yeah oh, god it's so good i cannot wait for you to see it sean i know i can't wait to watch it uh what's uh, your number two uh so my number two is a nice little heart light-hearted film marcel the shell with shoes on oh i love marcel the shell with shoes on. <laughs> it was so cute and i cried so hard but i loved it so it almost made like it was so close to being in my top 10 and i for most of the year i thought it would have been but then right at the end of the year i just saw some bangers like i ooh. just I, I couldn't i i couldn't say no to it i couldn't say no <laughs> it's so good you guys <laughs> yeah like it is one of the cutest films i've ever seen and like it has so much to say and it's very poignant and beautiful and sad and oh yeah just it's worth it yeah smile because it's worth it um so my number two pick was good luck to you leo grand that just this little movie that came out of sundance and i for a while lived on hulu might still live on hulu if it does, check it out. It is wonderful. <laughs> ha- again, has a lot to say about sex and sexuality and aging. Um, must be dealing with something this year. <laughs> um, you but old. it is it is beautiful and has such an amazing performance by. Um, oh my god! No, my brain just went blank. Um, Emma. Emma. <laughs> Emma, please Corrin? help me, Sean. Huh? Who? Uh, Emma Corrin. Emma. No. <laughs> Do you not know what Good Luck Telia Grant's about? <laughs> no, I, oh, no I never even heard of that movie until you just about it. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm looking guys, it up because I'm just blanking completely on. <laughs> Emma Thompson. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's about Emma Thompson. She's an older woman and has never had an orgasm. And so she hires a sex worker and um, it's really beautiful and absolutely brave performance. I highly recommend it. Very, very good. And now Oh shit, for... this already sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So um, what are our big ones? What's your number one that you saw this year? uh yeah this didn't have any like this was i didn't when we started talking about this list this was the only film i had absolutely for sure and that is everything everywhere all at once and i'm not shocked at all (laughs) no this movie is 
one of the best movies I've ever seen, let alone just this year. Um, I love everything about it. Uh, it's I'm thinking about <laughs> it and I'm tearing up. Um, <laughs> I it's just a beautiful story of like love and like the meaning of life and 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 like it's just so good um i did not see a better film this year it was very very good i will admit but it did not make it in my number one spot or in my top 10 list (laughs) um but yes it was it was in my short list uh it was very good and i think it should win best editing because wow and best actress. Um, mm, I feel like that's Kate Blanchett's to lose. I don't want Kate Blanchett <laughs> has like seven. Like, give this one to my Michelle Yeoh. Uh, and also, Michelle Yeoh's and... been winning. Michelle Yeoh has been winning just as many edit like critics o- awards across the board. So it, she. Has I a have seen shot. both films, and you have not. So. <laughs> hey, watch Tar, gonna... and then we can have a conversation about who did the better performance. Um, Fine take that as a challenge good if that's what it takes to get you to watch it (laughs) uh my number one was a bones and all and it is not just it is not just because is it because of timothy (laughs) shelley no it was not because of him it should he didn't hurt uh but that film was really really good and have not been able to stop thinking about it since it since i saw it um it is fantastic it is sad and just the themes of it i just i i could talk for a really long time about it i'm kind of obsessed and it's not just because of timothy chalamet was i obsessed with dune no um i will say however on the timothy chalamet front this is the hottest he's ever looked um but yeah that was my number one film of the year (laughs) so those are our recommends and just a little tease of the coming year. What is your most anticipated in 2023? Uh, so I'll do the order we have are, or do you want to do one after another? Uh, you can just so, do all three. Okay. So for, I'll do the order we talked about them. So the TV show, um, I have, uh, sorry, I just, close my notes <laughs> uh i have um yellow jacket season two so excited uh for the horror film i have evil dead rise and for film i have cocaine bear <laughs> because i'm, I'm so, excited. so excited for cocaine bear it yeah. looks batshit and i am dying i know i <laughs> yes <laughs> This also, there's a lot of good stuff coming out in 2023, and just picking one was tough. But um, what I ended up with, the TV show I am most anticipating is The Last of Us, which starts in a couple weeks. Uh, Sean was kind of laughing at me because a couple of my things, they're like, they're in January. They're not yeah, even throughout like, the year. They're like already was, here. I'm like, well, that's what I'm excited about. Um, the horror movie I'm most looking forward to comes out this weekend um i'm cannot wait for megan i cannot wait writers of malignant this movie looks insane i cannot 
wait. I can't emphasize this how much. Like, I've been so excited for this weekend. I'm like, I don't care what else I have to do. I'm going to the movies and I'm going to watch Megan. And my gay ass is going to have a fabulous time. I know. <laughs> it looks like it's so good. <laughs> the film I am most looking forward to, however, is Greta Gerwig's Barbie with I'm Margot so Robbie. excited for Barbie. <laughs> I just... It's going to be something special, I really feel like. And yeah, it's the movie I'm most looking forward to. And as an added little thing, just while we're here, Sean, what was your favorite pop culture moment of 2022? Ooh. I remember you mentioning we were going to do this and I forgot to look something up. You didn't have to look it just off the top of your head. Like, there's... Oh. <laughs> But this is hard. Uh, um, while you're thinking about it. While you're thinking, do yours. Okay, so my favorite pop culture moment was when <laughs> they were being interviewing each other about their favorite drinks, the stars of House of the Dragon. And <laughs> Emma D'Arcy said um, her favorite drink Negroni. was Spagliato. With Prosecco. And Actually, it was a Negroni. <laughs> Sfogliata. With Prosecco. That's what I said. <laughs> um, you, you didn't say the Negroni part. I did. That's how I started it out. <laughs> you just oh. didn't hear it. <laughs> so, but it we both got a chance. Oh, well, anyway, it's there. And the funnier part to me, though, was the response. Oh, stunning. <laughs> just without a beat. <laughs> that was my favorite pop culture moment this year. Um, I have no idea. Um, ooh, I know what I'll pick. Actually, I will pick uh Stranger Things season. What is it? Four, four. Um, the song by Kate Bush, "Running Up That Hill." Running up that hill became like a pop culture smash, and that song should have been a classic to begin with. So I'm glad it's finally getting its like due course. Good moment. I will say my runner up <laughs> would have been Jennifer Coolidge um in the end of to murder me. White Lotus or Wednesday's Dance and Wednesday because that is just fucking iconic. I just saw an um figure skater do a performance to it. It was a Russian figure skater, I can't remember who she was, but it was phenomenal absolutely phenomenal it was so great she was dressed as wednesday did the dance in her figure skating routine great uh she even finished up with uh the bloody mary so she did like both version things because you know bloody mary <laughs> became a huge thing apparently on tiktok with that song uh dance anyway um so those were our favorites of the year and what we're looking I had forward to it Ooh. was when lizzo played the flute oh my god yes Yes. And everyone was just like, oh my god, the Why yeah. is that woman touching that? That is exactly it's what it sounded like. <laughs> it's it's a priceless. Flute. It's meant to be played. She's a professional. Let her play the fucking flute. Let, let's go, let's watch Kim Kardashian put on another Marilyn dress. <laughs> People also got really mad about that, so... <laughs> Less of them got mad at that than they did over the flute. 
Well, yeah, because people are fucking racist. But yes, anyway, very true. Um, <laughs> those are what we would recommend from this past year. It was a wonderful year of entertainment. There's going to be a bunch of awesome stuff this year. Very excited about it. Um, anyway, we just thought we'd give you a little bonus of what we liked. And I guess, should we even go over our socials? Yeah, might as well. So if you want to find us on the socials, we are both on Twitter. Um, We're together for the pod at triple M pod with three M's. I am at just happy to see you. Number two, letter C, letter U. Sean, you are at Smurf 013, S-M-U-R-P-H 013. You can find us on Letterboxd and I am at just happy to see you. Number two, letter C, letter U. And Sean, you are at murph the smurf m-u-r-p-h t-h-e-s-m-u-r-p-h we are on instagram at triple m pod with three m's we have a facebook page men who like men who like movies and if you ever need to email us it is men who like men who like movies pod at gmail.com and anyway i hope you enjoyed this and we will see you for our next episode later guys bye everyone